Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. His I, Colton Robertson, and you are back as we continue our 52-year journey through film. And of course, for this project, I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up? What up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you today. You know, we continue our coverage of the year 1994. It's uh, it's only one movie deep as of today. You know, we had Lion King yesterday uh ace ventura today uh, ace ventura pet detective uh ticks mm. off uh, it uh, kicks off a trilogy of jim carrey films for us over the next over the next couple days we got ace ventura the mask and then dumb and dumber all released in 1994 what a fucking crazy run for jim carrey um mm. but this for me just uh preemptively probably my favorite of the three uh mm. I think there's a I think there's a certain classicness to Dumb and Dumber that Ace Ventura won't live up to, but in watching Ace Ventura, I'm I have the exact opposite uh, feeling I had whilst watching The Mask, which was mm. this is a lot better than I remembered, as opposed to this is a lot worse than I remember, uh, which is important. I think the uh, what this movie did is it just allowed Jim Carrey. I I feel like most of this was just him. Being off, Jim off Carrey. Like I, I think a lot of it was off the cuff. A lot of it was improvised. I don't know that for sure. I guess I mean I would assume that that he was probably the movie was centered around him from the very start. Like uh, that they knew he would be playing this role, so maybe they wrote around him like that. Maybe, but, uh, maybe. Regardless, man, let's just, play the groundwork real quick. Mm-hmm. Released on February fourth, nineteen ninety four. Uh, written by Jack Bernstein. Uh, Tom Shadiak and Jim Carrey. Uh, so, so yes, okay. it was it was written for Jim Carrey, um, and then directed by Tom Shadiak. And I'm I hope I'm saying that right. If not, S H A D Y A C Shadiak Shadiak. Regardless, it's a fucking cool name. Mm. Um, sounds like Caddyshack. But uh, dude, I loved this movie. Mm, um, it was very fun like very it's, very fun and especially if you're an animal lover this is like this is the comedy for you to watch mm. i think uh yeah if you if you're like you really love animals i don't think there's a better there's a better comedy movie for you to watch uh mm. it's and, uh it's fucking fantastic um, like there's no sense of like i don't know it's it's kind of like a serious movie but at the same time anything can happen he rolls over in his car it's perfectly fine you know oh, like, yeah. you yeah. see it absolutely destroyed it's fine it doesn't matter you know he catches this... a bullet in his teeth yeah like uh I don't, this movie was just so fun and it was like way more jim i don't know this was the most jim carrey movie out of the three that i i feel uh out of this week oh you know getting uh getting the writing credit there probably pretty important there as well but mm-hmm. uh 
there were just moments in this movie where like, you know, it, it, anytime Jim Carrey's a part of the cast, he's the one who's dominating the screen at any given point, especially when he is the lead. Uh, but this character was designed to dominate every room he was in, which was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and not just because like off the cuff, you know, when we look at these other two movies we got uh, over the next couple of days, he's playing like a loser who's down on, down on his luck, kind of, uh, needing needing to get out of it and this guy is a guy who you would assume is a loser but is actually super fucking pimp uh yeah he's a g like in the bed too oh my fucks. god yeah he fucks um three he's times got everything ah, yeah i'm sorry this hasn't happened to me before i must be tired all right i'm ready again. i'm ready again yeah oh my god like geez i don't know this this movie i feel like made me actually laugh out loud more than the other like I, I dumb and dumber is hilarious like i will get like it is consistently funny throughout like the whole movie the mask it's like funny in concept but not funny enough to really make you laugh yeah not like, an execution loud. the idea is fun um, but it's like mm, eh, but this, this is just funny mm, uh yeah like oh i don't just pure com it just felt like pure comedy the whole way through like it uh did. It did, and and a, a pretty solid cast on it. You know, Jim Carrey, Courtney Cox as uh, mm. as, the, as the love interest in Melissa. Uh, obviously, having been in, a part of the Friends cast, where most people will know her from Monica, and then uh, Sean Young as Lois Einhorn, who is making her second appearance in our fifty-two uh, year journey through film. As she was the she was Rachel in Blade Runner, opposite mm. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I recognize I recognize that I I. Uh... I was like, I was looking at her, and I'm like, man, she's looking familiar. And I, I had to look it up because mm. it was bugging me. I'm like, ah, oh, she's somewhere. I can't remember where. And then Blader, and I was like, ah, oh, this makes sense. Like, ah, oh, now I can, now I can rest. Now I can rest. But uh, Gwyneth Paltrow mm. to Tony Stark at the end of the movie. <laughs> you can rest now. Oh. Uh, but uh, no, nah, this was it was just it was just surprisingly fun. And you know, the ending probably hasn't aged the best. Mm. Um, true, but, uh, even so, if you, if you take it for the time, time it is placed and the, the lack of, um, sensitivity towards, uh, you know, transgender people, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it certainly I, hadn't aged the finest. Yeah. I did not remember that this is not. where that movie went at all. And no, I was I did like, not either. wait a minute. I was like, whenever I was, whenever he was putting all the pieces together, I'm like, wait a minute no way like like, this ah. is where this is going i was like ah but i I mean even so i think the i think the point they were trying to make was that this wasn't a person who what like it wasn't it wasn't your typical transgendered person who was who felt like they wanted to be Mm -hmm. uh, who felt like they were uh, a woman this is a person who was absolutely bad shit insane wanted to (laughs) already like a murderous psychopath like planning for the future super bowl to ruin the day like yeah it was already not this was just another step in the maniacal plan you know was the the actual picture of him whenever he was fickle was that ferris bueller who was that like in the mustache i couldn't tell i was like is that ferris i was like I don't know. I don't uh, what was his first so. name? Fickle. What was Fickle? Ray Finkel. Oh, Finkel. Um, yeah, Ray Finkel, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Because uh, that picture, like, um, I think, I think I it was know. just Sean Young. Wait, no way. Yeah, like I just they thought it. Her... Was, 
I, I, I like I just looked at it and I, I saw Ferris Bueller like with a mustache a little bit and I'm like, wait a minute, is that just is that just a joke? Like they just put Ferris Be- like you know just for like this random picture of a football player. Really I didn't hilarious. even think. I, oh. No, I do. I do think it was Sean Young, though. I think you can oh, see okay. it mostly in the eyes if you go if you if you find that image. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I made the uh, mistake at some point. I was curious mm. about the uh, the nature of uh, the 1984 Super Bowl, Super Bowl 17, to mm. see just how like uh, based in reality this was the dolphins did win the afc championship and did go to the super bowl but they did not lose by one on a game losing kick by Damn. ray finkel uh Damn. no yeah they got they got their ass beat that year 38 16 but sheesh uh, and Maybe. to this day is the last time they went to the super bowl uh <laughs> damn that's yeah. rough it is rough. you know i, but, uh, I mean i guess the history doesn't uh have to be a hundred percent right for no no definitely not. But that's okay fact, that doesn't take fact, away from it's this better movie. it's yeah. better that it's not 100 percent accurate it would have sucked <laughs> if there was actually a kicker who missed a game-winning <laughs> field goal and they made the whole movie spin off out of that idea uh <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious but uh now i just wanted to make sure uh whether or not that was the thing that was happening mm. um i'm seeing the awards here now uh mm. Not a lot, of, not a lot of wins. A few of them, though. Got a uh, got a blockbuster entertainment award. Uh, got a kids' choice award for favorite movie actor for Jim Carrey. Uh, oh wait, that was for The Mask. <laughs> All these are for Jim Carrey for The Mask. Why are they showing up under Ace Ventura? Yeah, what the heck? That's a little That's strange. goofy. Hmm. Maybe it was like he did so good this year. We're giving him <laughs> awards for multiple multiple movies. He did that good. He just has to have awards across the board and it's like a it's like a triangle the dumb and dumber awards it was actually his ace ventura awards his ace ventura awards were actually the mask and then the mask was actually dumb and dumber so. right there you go there you go just uh just to really fuck with the people uh <laughs> but this is uh this was something that i had not uh i hadn't revisited in a really long time uh, and i didn't remember a lot of the parts Mm. Uh, but as soon as we kick this movie off and he's just destroying a package, like <laughs> absolutely obliterating it in every way he possibly can. Oh, looks like it was something nice. Uh, but if you just go ahead and sign here and the, and immediately framing him as the guy who's saving animals from, from shitty homes is automatically, mm. automatically going to make a, make for some good, good movie. But, uh, <laughs> that this one that you've got in the center screen right now is definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> Listen, pet dick, how would you like me to make your life a living hell? Well, I'm not really ready for a relationship, Lois, but uh, thank you for asking. Hey, maybe I'll give you a call sometime. Your number's still 911? Alrighty then. Oh my god. The way he's just, like, his mannerisms. Like, oh. uh, really or uh all righty then and, and like just to the way he spoke really? like he like cut himself off sometimes you know yeah. like just to end the conversation like oh my god i don't know this it was just definitely his best role like this was the role of these three movies that fits jim carrey the best um oh, I, oh he I, just I, I he killed it like oh Ah, this is interesting. Looking through some trivia, the voice of Ace Ventura was a, uh, and the manner in which he speaks was added by Jim Carrey only after several read-throughs of the script. The mm. voice was something that Jim Carrey used in his stand-up routine. 
and the alrighty then was the catchphrase of one of his stand-up characters. Mm. And after the lines from the script weren't feeling right, he added it to the script and read through it again using that voice. And it was like an immense prov- improvement upon what the movie was originally envisioned to be. So maybe he wasn't originally a writer. He came on, saw the script and was like, here's what I can do to make this better. Hmm. And they were like, that's a writing credit. Uh, Damn. <laughs> you did so good that I, I would love to believe that, that. Yeah, that that sounds right. You know, he maybe this was one of the movies where they were just like, you know what? We do just have this great talent here, and this is where he shines. Just let him shine. You know, just let the guy go. Um, Loser! <laughs> yeah, he's eating uh, sunflower seeds, you know, and picking them out, putting them on the desk. A disgusting habit. Uh, do you like an ashtray? Uh, no, I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit. Like, just so, <laughs> oh my God. Like, he's got I, the there sunflower just so seeds many all moments. over his fucking teeth and everything. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Uh, man. <laughs> Hi, I'm Melissa Robert Robinson. Pleasure to meet you. Did you have any trouble getting in? No, the guy with the rubber glove was surprisingly gentle. Uh, sorry, security's tight around the Super Bowl. <laughs> man, you know, I don't know. Mad because your stupid little pebble theory didn't work out, and you don't mm. know how to express your anger. Oh yeah, and you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like saddlebags. What did? He, what else? Did he, like uh, they, they, yeah, they were just sad- going like back and forth at each other. Like, right. Uh, as she walked away. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. There was just so many. Holy just... testicle Tuesday. <laughs> Your gun is rubbing against my hip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, uh, man, I can't I... confess. I was the second gunman on the grassy knoll. Mm. <laughs> man, I don't know. I, I wonder, like, the percentage of what was, like, just they had the idea of what they wanted to happen. And then they were just like, you know, just action, you know, just go. I wonder how much of it was just, I, I, like, I'd be willing to bet that if you have Jim Carrey on your movie and it's a comedy, you let him go as much as you can. Mm. Uh, just because he's, he's that fucking funny. Um, but, uh, I, I really do just like the the general premise of this film uh, is is as we're comparing it to these other these other Jim Carrey movies you know the the very story is actually one of the more entertaining ones uh, the, the idea that you know the dolphins mascot has been kidnapped <laughs> and they need to they need to bring in a pet detective to find said a dolphin mind you along the way the... there are murders and <laughs> all of this it's like a real fucking investigation low-key who's a better detective batman or ace ventura hey yo i'm telling you if we just did like the <laughs> the world's detective association and it was just batman ace ventura and sherlock holmes benedict cumberbatch's sherlock holmes matt murdoch in there i guess yeah you know know matt murdoch on the law and the detective side yeah there you go go. yeah and Mm. i mean every every crime there's no crime unsolved Mm -mm. uh, if you ask me (laughs) the yelling through the door he just opens clothes open (sighs) like (laughs) oh my god oh oh there's dang it there oh, I just so had another. I had another movie. moment that 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 was. Oh yes, yes, yes. He was uh, sneaking around to try to find Snowflake, <laughs> and then whenever he's finding uh, 
the shark, but before he gets there, you know, he's sneaking around and, and the then spy he fucking music slams playing. the door. He like no, he he like climbs over the fence and he holds on to like the brick, but he's just standing there he's and he opens standing. the door and like swings in. Like oh man, like, it's hilarious because he was just right there, you know, and then he oh, jumps yeah. over the fence, creeps out, and then he fucking slams that door and keeps sneaking. Like the things oh. he did were so counterproductive, and it was like this guy's like it's a comedy and therefore that's all it is but it felt like this guy's just mad confident he's like yeah, doesn't matter what a parking I do. spot you know at like 500 miles an hour like a glove you know like, like a uh, man i he was just his physical comedy and his like facial structure comedy that he does along with his just spoken comedy was just like it was just the perfect combination here there was like, one moment in this movie that i thought was like a outstandingly funny that like he said he said a couple things but like it was mostly just what he was doing uh mm. he uh when they showed him the tank for the first time and he he went down to the can like the the little filter that was the camera and uh like he had his face up in it talking to it and stuff <laughs> i thought that shit was hilarious uh, mm. he just had so like low-key kind of smart they put a lot of moments in here where it was like you know what that was actually a smart like big brain detective move like right. uh which which was funny um i don't know this is just funny that uh when they first saw the film uh they thought that this movie might end their careers um, the director and jim carrey in the director's careers which is just kind of funny i wonder like for what reason that would be like uh whenever he solves the very first one and gets the dogs back to the chick and she's like how can i repay you and he grabs the fucking door sill and Whoa. Swings around. Whoa. Yeah, you're oh you like you're really friendly out here aren't you hmm. wait what apparently rick moranis was supposed to play ace ventura first oh Who's no rick shit Morant? who does he play rick moranis was dark helmet oh <laughs> Dark helmet as Ace Ventura. What? Imagine that world. Wow. Wait, so that means they weren't going to go with Jim Carrey first? Which also shows us that Jim Carrey did not have a hand in writing it, came mm. onto the project, and rewrote the script. That's amazing. Uh, that's wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> homicide ventura how are you going to solve that one good question aguado first i'd establish a motive in this case the killer saw the size of the bug's dick and became insanely jealous oh my god he had then to come I'd lose back 30 for pounds. everything pork yeah. and his wife oh he had to come back for everything man and like everyone loved him too it was like oh um, and they every- all wanted to hate him yeah it was all a love hate it was like ah you know like we just gotta stand we just gotta like endure his mannerisms whatever he's got to get through it you know he talking to an ass like jim carrey's using his ass cheeks to talk you know like he's got to endure that because this dude is is goaded as a detective you know he's actually goaded and they need him sometimes it seems you know he walks in there like he owns the place so yeah and you know he's he's (laughs) there's a lovable quality about him obviously because he works with animals you know like when uh melissa asks him you know like have you ever considered becoming a real detective you can tell he doesn't like it's not just that he doesn't do people it's that nobody like throughout this entire thing nobody else is giving a shit about the animals mm. uh he's the he's the only one who's ever looking out for animals in yeah. this movie yeah he uh, said when i find snowflake then i'll look for marino you know yeah, like exactly uh like so many i don't know and the uh 
whenever he went over to how oh, the guy who they first thought stole Snowflake, the rich guy's house. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he, um, he snuck through the snuck through the bathroom and stuff. Whenever he's telling him like he was a lawyer, and then he just went off on him. You know, like someone can make their entire law practice just out of that. It's you know, like he was just like going, like just going in, like just going off. I don't know. It was so like. I don't know. He just was perfect for this role. Like there was not a time in this movie where he wasn't just killing it. Like he was always on like the Ventura. When I get out of the bathroom, you better be gone. Is it number one (laughs) or number two? I just want to know how much time I have. (laughs) Uh, You ever heard of the Ray Finkel or whatever? And then, wait a minute. You know, like that, that, that's, you know, I guess that's kind of a part of the movie that I didn't even like think about is that that is finkel right there and you know he just put all the pieces together right in front of yeah him. right in front of finkel yeah and like so she, <laughs> she, she was like you know what turns it around Respect. on him and it's yeah. like all right you know what the way to get you off the scent is to kiss you real quick mm-hmm. your guns your guns <laughs> and then you, into my hip you see every cop when they realize that it's Finkel that they all start to spit. So you realize that like she like it just going around to the whole police force, uh, which which was funny. One um, of my favorite lines in this movie <laughs> was like one of the last when Dan Marino and uh, and Ace <laughs> are driving back to the back to the fucking stadium, and he's like, "Hey Ace, yeah Dan, you got any more of that gum? That's none of your damn business, and I'll thank you to stay out of my personal affairs." I was like, "What the." Uh-huh. Dude, I love this dude. Mm. He's just electric. Every, no matter what, can turn any situation into any, like, man. Yeah, who who would have thought just having a guy deliver a package, you know, or, or like whatever would just be so entertaining to watch. Like, it was just, just so, the, the opening, like, 10 minutes of the movie were just so awesome. Like, he was just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, this movie's it. Like, um. I don't know. It, it this... probably wasn't before I watched it this most recent time, but I mm. leave this going. This might be a like a comedy that most people need to watch. Uh, like if you're like, what is the standouts in com- in the comedy genre? I think this is up there. Um, I mean, alrighty then. That just that line in itself right. is like iconic. Everyone knows that, whether they know where it comes from or not. You know, everyone knows that line like right um i feel like most people know of ace ventura though i'd say it's like a very it's a pretty classic it's a movie. staple i'd say like yeah like this is i don't know well, because i mean jim carrey comedies in general mm. are pretty like they're, those are typically ones that especially the 90s comedies that he did those are always like pretty classic films uh regardless of <laughs> seriousness Mm. Uh, and you know we've got we got one more coming up in a in a few years I think in the Truman Show which will be fun. Mm. But, uh... mm-hmm. Yeah, and that good. that is my personal favorite Jim Carrey role of all time. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch that one. I'm excited. That one I'm I'm looking forward to whenever we get there. So yeah, it's fantastic. But uh, Ace Ventura though, like it, it, on his comedy side, that's as fun as it gets. You know, uh, mm. this is this is one of the better the better movies in his arsenal for my money. I wonder if, uh, well, no, because I guess would he be filming the mask while he was also filming Ace Ventura, or probably a little over? Like, there's probably um, a little overlap at some point, but uh, it it feels like the mask was trying to do what Ace Ventura did, but just executed like uh, a little like a little 
under par, like for what Ace Ventura did. Uh, you know, right. it, it'd be more interesting if the mask came out first, then Ace Ventura. You know, that that would make a little more sense. You know, like maybe they got it a little wrong, and then Ace Ventura, they tweaked it a little bit and got it right. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Course correction. No, yeah, you know, I think uh, there, there there is certainly something to that idea in terms of, like, the hero that Ace Ventura is playing. Like, they really mm. knocked it out of the park with Ace Ventura and then, uh, you know, fumble the bag and the mask. But, uh... Regardless, it's it's funny all all, all in all. Um, <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think that I've ever like with a comedy specifically watched something that I haven't watched in years and thought it was funnier mm. when I revisited it. Uh, usually with a comedy, it's like ah, this isn't as funny as I remember. Like that happens. More often than not, your your taste in comedy evolves if you don't if those aren't the staples of your taste in comedy. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, this was just timeless comedy, though. Like uh, oh, most so of it, funny. most of it was just Jim Carrey being stupid. You know, like um, it was just him acting stupid and and just being hilarious. And I don't know, like I throughout this entire movie, like I was legitimately like laughing and having a good time like watching this movie like the mask um was more of just like all right i'm sitting through this movie this is entertaining i guess you know i'm i'm being entertained but but like this movie i like thoroughly enjoyed it's Um, super super enjoyable film and like thinking about rewatchability too like this is definitely a movie i can come back to um I, I I mean I don't know this I, this surprised me because before going into this week I thought that um like Dumb and Dumber and the Mask were two of Jim Carrey's like those were his like mm. you know like but now I'm more of like I think Ace Ventura is like his strongest movie now like uh, right. that that's right. his strongest and Dumb and Dumber is just an overall great movie you know but he dominates this one like he. I don't know. He's the lead, you know, which in Dumb and Dumber oh, no you have doubt. two leads, I guess. Um, no, yeah, as I was watching so. it, uh there was it was they were up in the uh the apartment investigating the uh the death of the coach or the wh- mm. whatever the guy was, uh, mm-hmm. Pro- Proctor or whatever the fuck. Uh <laughs> whatever they were like she answers the phone and they're like he's committed suicide. I'm like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Mm. I was like that. that was, <laughs> That's no good that turn. Was a turn, yeah. and then like it becoming a murder. I was like, okay, mm. yeah, that makes sense for the movie we're watching. Did you happen uh, to notice that drop of blood over there on the railing? You know, and then uh, the way he solves that whole thing, like um, it was at that part that I was like, this is an extremely rewatchable movie. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we're detectives, and, I, and we have to rely on this little thing called evidence. evidence? Whoa, yeah, and then he just get like <laughs> this is like, oh one more the thing, neighbor. detective. Yeah, the, the one neighbor. more thing, lieutenant. <laughs> oh man, yeah. This I don't know. This will. Uh, I've I've wanted to put movie posters up in my room for the longest time, and I've been going back and forth of what movie poster specifically I want because I want one the movie to be impactful to me and good and fantastic, but also the poster itself has to look good. Um, of course. Because like, 
a movie like A Clockwork Orange, which I loved and impacted me, I think a whole lot on, you know, it was a very early movie in this list, um, a movie that I, I, I latched onto. The poster, you know, has like rape, ultra violent, like very, you know, just like, it's not a great poster just to put up in your room, right, you know? Right. Um, so this like, it's like that. classic fucking poster. Mm. After I watched this movie, I'm like, oh, okay. If If this poster is looking good, I think it's going up there. And I was like, I'm liking, I'm Dude, liking that poster it. poster is fucking like, awesome. I am the ID. loving it. Yeah. So like, this is, this is joining my, uh, my, my wall for sure. I think you'll find like there, there are, Jim Carrey is always kind of hitting with the poster side of mm. things. His, his movies always got the poster game. Cause I'm thinking the mask, like if there's anything redeeming about that movie. It's the fucking poster, uh, and Jim Carrey, mm, uh, damn. but it's clean. Uh, along with that, you know, uh, the Truman Show, fucking stellar, uh, stellar movie poster. Um, Mr. Popper's Penguins. That that was the one I was talking about. The second one up there. Yeah, this one. That's the one I remember with him mm. on the the billboard. Oh, I can't wait for this movie. Oh my Dude, god, it's so fucking good. I can't wait to talk about it. It's like after rewatching it recently, I think it's it's undoubtedly like a, one of my favorite movies of all time but uh mm. maybe that poster will be joining my wall then because I've, I've heard it's right up my alley that movie um mm, yes so, yes big time so I'm, I'm ready i am ready yeah, just just a, about a month away if i'm not uh, if i'm not mistaken uh yes about a month away on mm-hmm. uh, july 15th uh but yeah, I, I frankly, I didn't expect this to be one that we talked an overwhelming amount about. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a very simple film. Um, mm. There is there isn't a ton of nuance. Uh, it's relatively yeah. straight to the point and just very funny. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's all it really is is to have a somewhat story that is good enough to keep you into the movie and just to like allow you to experience all the comedy that comes with it. Like, right. uh, because I mean, it is a good enough story to where you're like, I kind of want to know what happens here. Like, uh, <laughs> exactly. this, this I want to know who stole like, the fucking dolphin. Okay, I yeah, I need to know if this dolphin's okay. You know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was fantastic, like all around. Like, I just I don't know. This movie was just great. Um, I I know, it surprised me. Definitely surprised me out of out of the three, uh, Jim Carrey movies the most. It's uh, funny at the beginning of the movie when I I I like literally had no idea where the movie was going. Uh, and the dolphin gets kidnapped and the guy who took care of her was like, uh, like it was probably those animal rights activists that are out mm. there with their signs every day. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I like ran, I like ran with that in my head. Like, what if it is the animal rights activists? And it turns out that the Miami dolphins are actually treating this dolphin really, really bad. And then mm. Jim Carrey comes to find that and realizes he's on the animal rights activist side. He has to aid. And <laughs> it's like, uh, didn't work out like that. He does but, give uh, him like a good, uh, little shout out though and the i think it was either in the police station or i don't know who he was talking to but he was like what do you know about about this organization he's like oh and then he just lists off everything about them and like all the good they do and everything right like you know and whatever so that it was like kind of cool uh every time that there was anything against animals he was always like oh no let me let me just destroy you with logic and fact like yeah it just went off but oh man what yeah? What a movie! Like I this it surprised me so much. I did not expect this out of this movie. 
Um, oh no, yeah, it. I didn't either. I thought this was going to be my least favorite of the three mm. uh, revisiting, and I think I'm going to leave it with my favorite uh, of of all of them, which is just I never would mm. have seen that coming. <laughs> mm. But goddamn. Yes, scary, yes, man. oh yes, can you feel that, buddy? I have exercised the demons. The house is clean. <laughs> uh, he like it's insane how they just come up with those lines. Like one liners that just make sense for that situation. Like it's I don't know. It's comedy is insane to me. Like because hmm. making someone laugh is hard. Like that is so hard. To make someone laugh. Right. Like legitimately belly laugh. And like, I don't know. There was like, I don't know. I was, I was just enjoying myself for this movie. Like this was just a a fun, just a super fun movie that I, I consistently legitimately laughed. I guess we talked about a a benchmark of, uh, of how many tissues a movie takes, you know? Um, and, and, and maybe this is a good, um, benchmark for a movie of how well it how well it impacted you but maybe how many how many out loud laughs you had during a movie is the benchmark for a comedy yeah and yeah, i don't I know how many out loud laughs i had i, I had a few I, yeah I don't, i'd say like probably count them on two hands but still that's high that's like, high if i'm watching a movie alone high. like it's crazy like being an internet person, you know, being on the internet all the time, I'm stone faced looking at stuff that should make you laugh, and I'm only laughing internally. You know, I don't laugh out loud. All, all my feelings are suppressed. Little nose next yeah. yeah. So, uh, but no, when this, like, I was legitimately laughing in this movie, and I, I don't know. That's, I think that's that's hard to do, especially for a movie that came out in 1994 that we're watching in 2022. So, yeah, like 2021, uh, 2022. Sorry, I always forget what year it is. How- yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I we talk about how comedy is generally like a a really good way to frame the uh sort mm. of morality and uh, general uh general times, you know, like uh what was funny at the time can kind of reflect the times pretty well, and I think it says a lot that a movie like this has aged as uh, as funny as it has. And there are there are some problematic things uh, towards the end of the movie that are a little like, ah, mm. uh, well, that's not in great taste, but it, for 1994, it's also not terrible. Uh, which is, I think, uh, like a relatively good thing. <laughs> it could have been worse, I guess you could yeah. say. It, it could have been a lot worse. And yeah, right. It really, it definitely could have. They handled, they handled the, the things they handled wrongly well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm thinking to the range of this movie, and I don't know. This is uh, I know one of them is really high. I'm curious on how, like, where the other. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm uh curious to where your head's at on this movie. All I know is um, that Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and gonorrhea <laughs> and burn in hell. Uh, oh yeah, that mom man made the cookies. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the shape of the football laces out. He'll be She's back even... in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So the engine's on, but no one's behind the wheel or something like that. I was man. like, God damn. Man. Um, if this wasn't a comedy, this would be sad. <laughs> That's true. This is kind of a crazy sequence of events that happens if you take out the comedy. 
like oh whoa. yeah if it's if like if you frame <laughs> this as like a like a thriller horror drama you can pull that off uh with the pretty much the exact same story um I mean, which... there was a shark in here you know there was like a jaws <laughs> moment even so uh yeah like this movie had everything yeah now that now that i think about it it just had it all it had it all. I really fucking loved it. Uh, so in in terms of enjoyment, you know, I'm pretty high on it, uh, mm-hmm. especially relative to all the comedy movies we have covered. I won't spoil uh, won't spoil things to come. But, uh, you know, when I think back to Spaceballs and MASH, which I think are the only two comedies prior to this that we can really, really point to. Uh, I mean, The Breakfast Club is considered a comedy by many. So, you know, mm. uh, but really not the same, not the same kind of comedy mm. uh, to, to be sure. Uh, this is just, this is nothing but comedy in Ace Ventura, and I like it a hell of a lot more than I enjoyed a Spaceballs or Mash. Like I'm thinking somewhere in the fours. Uh, oh yeah, not a five, you know, not quite that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I'd be I'd be comfortable in the four point five range. Like I really really enjoyed it. Uh, I laughed a few times. I like, you know, I'm an animal lover, so this is like. This is, I'm leaving this as one of my favorite comedies ever. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm pretty, pretty happy with it. Uh, yeah, that's that's right where I was too. It's not, it's not a five. You know, it's not, it's not a Jurassic Park. It's not a, a Malcolm X. It's not, you know, um, it's not a Lion King. Yes, like, yes, this movie's yeah, impactful. Well, Made me laugh a lot. I guess, here. but uh, oh yeah, like this, four point five. That's not bad. Like that's still very great. I mean, in the company of, um. The Shining. 36 Chamber of Shaolin. Yes, 36. Um, so, I mean, yeah, in, in, in great company there in enjoyment. So, I think that's fair. All right, all right. And then uh, what, are we, what are we thinking for the genre? As far as mm. a comedy goes, uh, and this is – I found that comedy is the hardest one to do this mm. with. Uh, it a, is. A, a genre-defining film. I don't know that there is a genre-defining comedy uh, because comedy is so subjective. Uh, it, I can't guarantee like, you. Everyone's favorite comedy is different. You know, you have yeah. everyone that's like people who are in like the Step Brothers camp. You know, like uh, I'd say mm-hmm. that that's a pretty genre defining. If I had to pull like a genre like, that defining was the first comedy, thing that came to my mind too, just because yeah. there are so, like there are so many people I knew growing up who would tell you their favorite movie period was Step Brothers. So like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because you know we grew up at a certain time where Step Brothers mm-hmm. like is a nostalgic movie for us in many ways. Uh, it's 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 really interesting. I've kind of cooled on Step Brothers over the years, despite how fucking hilarious it is. But I think it's just because I watched that movie into the fucking ground uh like i saw that movie tens of times i think what makes a comedy genre defining is if it is like insanely quotable and you hear people like using those quotes like day to day like you hear people like saying like don't touch my drum set you know like you hear like you hear stepbrother lines all the time and like I don't know, like oh, all like or the character itself, whoever's being played, is like iconic, and that's I don't think without a doubt here that this is a, an iconic character. Um, 
But I think it. I think this movie is like as close as you can get to genre defining, but like just not for, for a comedy. Yeah, and, and, and for that, I don't think like it's it's the the drop there is actually a little bit bigger than it would be for other genres too. Like I think four point seven five is fair for mm. for the genre rain, ranking here. Like it's not a four point nine. I don't think. Like I mm. think at yeah. that point for comedies, you might as well just go ahead and <laughs> go up. But uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, 4.75 definitely feels right, especially when, yeah, like, would you scroll up to, like, Spaceballs and stuff? Like, uh, as far as genre goes there, we ranked that a 3.1. Oof, yeah. Uh, and uh, MASH was a 3. So this is this is a lot better in the comedy genre. So 4.75, I have no doubts, is, is right there. Now, this is an interesting conversation when yeah. we're talking about how it was made as a film because – it's not the focus to make this a beautiful masterpiece of a film. Right, right. And the, make it funny. the whole process of knowing that Jim Carrey wasn't the first cast and him coming into this movie, writing it to be better, and then performing the hell out of it. Like, that is what I think matters with, like, a comedy is the performance. I've, like, that's how well, funny it is. Um, I guess that's more genre. Um, yeah, see, and that's but, that's... I think the performance, I guess, how well the actor performed. Like, like for reference, like I think that it it had a better story mm. than uh, than one that shall not be named yet. Better, uh, better visuals, uh, despite the visual effects, and 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 the one that shall not be named, and <laughs> uh, and everything, like. I end up landing around a four out of five uh, just because I think uh, there are still things with this movie where I'm like, if, if you make this movie again, you, uh, you don't make it the same way. Uh, and if that's, I feel like that's a pretty important uh, little benchmark of how well the film was made. If you're to, if you're to run it back, if they're able to make it again, would they do the same things? No, they wouldn't. So it can't be a, it, it, I don't think it can be much higher than a four. True. And uh, to give you some idea of what it's in the neighborhood of, it ties a clockwork orange, um, which is which is interesting. Um, it is a little bit below the 36th chamber of Shaolin. Um, it is below Apocalypse Now. Um, it is below the Terminator. Um, let's see. But above... Taxi Driver, above MASH by a lot, um, above Blade Runner, above Scarface, above Spaceballs for sure. Um, so, mm -hmm. so yeah, I think this it's fitting. It's fitting, fitting. pretty well. And it is interesting, um, the further removed we are from our earlier ratings, um, mm. I think we were a little bit more critical uh, at the beginning of this process. And since then, we've... Uh, but I don't know. I look back on that Clockwork Orange score and, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like. I think it was just the movies back then were either just so hit or miss. It was either a classic that was timeless and they didn't really focus on, like, just bad social things that were happening around the time. You know, like, mm -hmm. um, like in a, I don't know, like Taxi Driver was just, like, not really enjoyable. You know, like, it was just like like a, an older movie that was just kind of like didn't stand up to time, I would say. Um, I agree. I and, agree. But like now that we're getting into these, I don't know, I feel like our age too, 
like these movies are more of the classics that we think of. We um, watched as so, youngins. Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, coming clocking <laughs> in at a four point four two out of five. That's a that's a pretty good score for a comedy. I don't know if it'll get matched, uh, but I guess we could find out tomorrow as we cover another Jim Carrey movie with The Mask, and then we'll cover uh, another Jim Carrey movie the day after that in Dumb and Dumber. So we got some comedies over the next couple of days that we'll see if they stack up to Ace Ventura. Uh, but I don't know. I'm feeling pretty hot off Ace Ventura right now. It's a it's a damn it's oh, a yeah. damn good film. Surprised uh, me a whole lot. Oh, indeed, indeed. Ooh, 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 ooh. Question. One word to describe this movie. Ooh. Um, I, I like forgot. this. I, I, forgot. Forgot I forgot previous episodes to ask this, I think, but I will try to remember as much as I can. Hmm. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Um, this is This is an interesting one. This is tough. This wasn't this. Um, I asked this for the Lion King, and this was a pretty easy word um, to nail down for Lion King, I think. This one is well, a little tougher. Yeah, you um, know, because like the one that I go to is just not creative. Mm. You know, like it's like it's the obvious, you know, this is fucking funny. Mm. Uh, but I'd say performance is the only other word. I think like the performance that Jim Carrey puts on in this movie is the thing that defines it the most out of anything. So I would say, like, I don't know, but that doesn't really, that's not like a descriptive word of the movie, so. Maybe I go with, like, a, like, a, <laughs> the uh, presence, uh, you know, Jim Carrey's presence in the role as uh, Ace Ventura, mm. you know, it's needed. I don't think this mm. movie is, uh, is as a as much a classic if it's not Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura, you know, I don't know that Rick Moranis does Ace Ventura pet detective, the justice he deserves here. Uh, it probably comes off a little bit more of like a, probably a little bit less stupid, Mm. a little bit less raunchy at points. It's just, it's just kind of a rom-com about this dude saving a dolphin at that point, probably. (laughs) But Jim Carrey is what elevates it to being kind of like hilariously funny. Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna say Jim Carrey. There you That's go. That's my word. Just or just Jim, if it has to be one. Um, what a guy! What a performance! Um, what a guy! What a legend! The man, the myth. Uh, but yeah. Um, with that, that concludes this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast, covering 1994's Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Uh, This has been a fun week. We covered Lion King yesterday on Sunday. Today, Monday, we cover Ace Ventura. Tomorrow, The Mask. The day after, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, On Thursday, we're going Pulp Fiction. On Friday, Forrest Gump. And on Saturday, Shawshank Redemption. 1994 was a big fucking year. And there's there's no better way to celebrate us making it about halfway through our our list than just absolutely destroying a week of pods. it's a, it's it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, only more fun to come. Uh, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Well, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. If you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where you'll find well over 22 hours of exclusive content at this point. Uh, plenty of artwork I post up over there, too. 
all that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on. Cost me money. Don't make any. So uh, that that that's huge. Uh, if you would go to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, where you'll get updates week to week on uh, what movies might be coming next. Uh, and uh, you know, I just I just listed off all those. None of those are going to change. But if they were to, you would find find that on uh, on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. I remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's one of the only ways the show can grow, along with you uh, sharing it with your friends. If you think it's uh, if you think it's good, you think it's enjoyable, go ahead and share it with somebody. Uh, and yeah, with that, peace, love, and bloom. And if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer.